Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. This is the Unseen Leadership Podcast, where we explore the unseen stories that shaped leaders into who they are today. Well, welcome to the Unseen Leadership Podcast. I am your host, Chandler Benoit, and I will I will no longer be joined in person by my co-host, Josh Hunter. Man, I, I feel like I should just leave it there and just let people wonder what's, <laughs> what's going on. Will I'm he be back? <laughs> Not in person, unless it's like some type of episode we can get lined up where we can be in person together. So a little bit of transition for me. I've been serving as the director for Student Life Camp for a couple of years now, and I've spent, I think, nine total summers with Student Life from the time I started as summer staff in college and then um, held several different positions at Student Life Camp and loved my time there. I grew so much of my leadership and really cut my leadership teeth all throughout Student Life, but I actually just stepped down from the director mm. of Student Life Camp role, and I accepted a congregation executive pastor position at the Austin Stone Community Church in Austin, Texas. So... I'm here right now. I know <laughs> probably shocking for some of you listening. I, I moved pretty, pretty quickly and uh, COVID COVID's just been a crazy season. So we're yeah. here now. And uh, man, just to be clear, it had nothing to do with COVID and camp's not running the summer. It, although that was sad for us that these conversations started early March, right before quarantine hit. And Chandler, he's probably been hearing me talk about <laughs> transitioning to local church for however long we've been doing this podcast. So, yeah. uh, but excited to stay on with Lifeway in this podcast and with Chandler, my bro. We're like, man, we got chemistry. Let's not break up <laughs> right now. You know, it's too soon to break up. I can't get rid of you yet. <laughs> Dude, no, nah, Chandler, he begged me to stay. Just to be honest with all y'all. No, I'm so... I'm, I'll say, dude, I love hosting with you, man. Thanks for letting me stay on and continue to do this. It'll be a, it'll be a lot of fun, and I'll just be doing it here from Austin, Texas. Yeah, which during COVID, I mean, we've just been remote, so it doesn't really change much for us. And and if there's one place we could lose you to, and that being the local church, I mean, I can't imagine anything better. So excited for you, and we'll miss you at Lifeway, but excited to still have you on the podcast. I'll, Todd, if you're listening right now, we're we're coming after Chandler sometimes. <laughs> I will say Chandler the Austin here. Stone keeps hiring all of my friends. I'm so. just saying you're next, Chandler. You're next, bro. Well, hey, today is a very special episode because a few weeks ago, Josh and I realized this podcast <laughs> has been going on for a year now. A whole so year. A whole year. We, we do really good job of uh, slowing down and remembering milestones. No, I'm just kidding. We totally forgot yeah, about it. Yeah, we forgot. <laughs> so we launched this podcast back in June of 2019. And we we just want to kind of look back on, on the past year of what we've learned and, and take a moment just to reflect and, you know, just kind of think about what were the biggest takeaways over the past year, uh, even some fun questions along the way. So this should be a fun episode. There's no guests this time. So you're just gonna have to suffer through with just Josh and I hope it's still helpful and fun. So yeah, and it's not even our wisdom. So don't worry. We're just <laughs> literally saying I'm talking about our favorite moments and quotes. So yeah, this is this is our uh, this is our sweet spot, you know, just quoting other people. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, I mean, that's leadership. You just quote yes. others. <laughs> Very true. Well, speaking of quotes, let's let's hop into the first question here. And we're each going to answer this. And we what? haven't seen each other's answers by the no, way this should so, be very like interesting each other. i'm, I'm yeah. really hoping we line up on a few things it'll be funny it will be funny to see if we do so what are two to three of the most impactful quotes that we have heard on the podcast and let's do this let's each alternate so we'll, we'll okay. go through them so you can go first josh okay cool i'll go first so mine i want to see if you can guess who it is well, okay. that, that might be fun oh, wow. we should do let's do this on all of them okay cool all right 
I overestimated competency and underestimated character. That sounds like Kerry Newhoff. Kerry, hey, one to one, baby. <laughs> Boom. Let's go. Okay, there's a little unfair advantage. I'm probably not going to get any of Chandler's, honestly, because he's the one that writes all the show notes. Very true. He works really hard. <laughs> for it, but he remembers and retains a lot better than me. Yeah, I love that quote. Um, talk a lot about character on the show, and that one has stuck with me for a long time. So that's my first quote. Yeah, so my first quote is, who you are in the private of your life is far more important than who you are in the public. Who's I have no clue. Come on, it was early on. Was it Jackie Hill? No, it was not. I don't know that. It was, it was Annie of Downs, episode oh, yeah. 10. It's going to be so hard for me. To, I'm not going to get any of these right. But I mean, I just remember, and it kind of goes along with exactly what you're saying. I remember she said it, and I, I wrote kind of a follow-up quote to it as well that I think we were all discussing around it. And it's, who you are in private is going to play itself out on the stage. Nothing stays secret. Mm. Strong. Strong. That was a fun day. We had the confetti in the office. and It was. It was fun. Okay. Second quote, our personality is not an excuse not to love or serve others. Oh, man. Our personality is not an excuse not to love or serve others. Was it Pete Scazzaro? No, Jackie Hill Perry. Ooh. Ooh. So I, I love this one, especially with the Enneagram coming out. And I, I love personality tests, but it is easy to hide behind a personality test. And I'm a type eight. I can be sarcastic. I can... That's not the heart of Jesus. Like we're to yeah. love and we're to serve others as leaders all the time and not hide behind some type of rough personality that we might have. Yeah. And one of the things we heard, we heard some people say, I wouldn't say it's the majority, but when we ask the question about personality tests, it's always interesting to hear people yeah. say, I hate personality tests. Yeah. And when you finally ask someone why you asked Dean and Sarah <laughs> on our last uh, episode, you're like, well, why tell us why? And it was, it was basically this right here. We can easily hide behind those. Yeah. So, yeah. well, okay. This one, and, until a person is content with serving on the ground, they should be leery of serving up on the mountain. Oh, man. I, this is Jackie Hill Perry. This is Jackie. Okay, yeah, okay, I got one. Okay, I was like, man, I do remember this one. Yeah. She's, she's filling up her favorite, favorite Dude, quote. She right was here. a machine. Oh, she was. So good. You're going to get this one so easily because we've said it probably a thousand times. Many a young person wants to do great things for God, but better aim for one's life is to do things for a great God. Kevin Queen. Kevin Queen, man. <laughs> This is probably, I would, I'd probably say this is my, probably my all-time favorite quote that we've heard on the podcast. I think about this all the time. I've shared it with my teams. I share it with a lot of people. Really impactful quote. You know, we were, and it was fun on this one because we had him in person and we were sitting in there. Mm -hmm. And man, when he said that, it was one of those, I just stopped and I was like, yeah, this is, this is not just a podcast conversation where I'm interviewing you. That quote like stopped me in my tracks. Yeah. It made me really think. So just, just so good. Mm. All right. See if you can get this one. God is going to do some things in your 20s that don't look related to your career or success, but it is shaping your character. John Eldridge. And you're going to want that in your 50s. John Eldridge. Correct. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Correct. Baby. Yeah. Hey, two it, for two. There we go. We're, two for two. No, you're two, two for three. three. Yeah. Two for three I think for we're both two for three. Yeah. yeah okay. That's what I meant. Yeah. All right. Oh, That's a good all, one. Is that, was that all three? Did you do three? I did three. Yep. Okay. I got one more. Okay. So this will be, this is not really a tiebreaker because- you don't have another one. Okay, but in the New Testament, the word leadership is used three times and the word disciple is used 269 times. Why don't we talk about discipleship more? I think it's Gallaty, isn't it? No. Oh, was, was it? It was Derwin. That's right. That yes. is a good one, though. That is yeah. a good one. Because really that good. led into, I remember that now, led into leadership 
or yeah, leadership is discipleship. And we talked yep. through that. Yep. I do remember that. That was good. I could have sworn that was Robbie Gowdy, but I've got his name all <laughs> it over. It sounds a lot like him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Question two, that, that was fun. Um, and if you guys want to see more just high level notes, and if you don't have time to listen, we understand, but go and look at the show notes. Chandler has typed out a ton of those and they're awesome. Thanks for doing that, bro. Um, yep. It was fun to kind of cruise those and um, have some good memories. Okay. <laughs> question number two. After 40 plus interviews, which is crazy that we've done that many, what are two to three words or ideas that have stuck out the most to you? I'll get to start on this one. And man, the first thing that popped up in my head was slow down. Everything doesn't happen overnight. And I'm kind of, you know, putting a lot of different people's ideas together. Uh, Robbie Gallaty and one of his quotes, he said, young leaders Mm -hmm. overestimate what can be done in the short term and they Mm -hmm. underestimate what God can do in the long run. And I mean, John Eldridge was talking so much about slowing down. Of course, he was kind of talking about day to day, but he also had a moment where he was talking to us about slowing down just in general in life and how he thought, you know, he was working, I think it was in DC and somewhat in politics. And he, somebody had to come to him and remind him, you know, kind of who he was and his calling. And we want to jump ahead to where we're 40 and forget the experience along the way. And, and that was just helpful for me to, to be reminded of that. And it's really impacted me as we, we've done this podcast. I kid you not. The t- my first two words are slow down. I kid you not. I kid you not. I love it though. It that has been probably the biggest theme that I've yeah. seen on a podcast, and I. It could be where culture is. There could be a lot of reasons for that, but um, it's definitely not haphazardly said. You know, it's this. Yeah. There's a reason for that, and the Lord's trying to get our attention. And I, I won't try to say more than you just said, Jan. I, I think John Mark Comer, though, in our conversation with him and he's really in the evangelical world been leading out in a lot of that conversation of Sabbath and rest. And we fight to stay busy so much, but now I'm fighting for time to myself. And that, that's been really healthy for me as a leader. So yeah, great, great word. Okay. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll go to my, um, next idea or, or okay, go for a couple it. words. So I just put these three words. I put grow in character, grow and <laughs> Dude, no, this is crazy. Yours? Is it yours? yours? I said I said focus on character. Yeah, same difference. Okay, same difference. That's so funny. Well, just to put some thoughts around it, even with the Carrie uh, Newhoff quote that I shared at the beginning, I over overestimated competency, and I underestimated character. Dude, Chandler, I think the thing where God has put a lot of people around me—it's definitely not by my own doing—but I'm thankful for all the people that that He's put around me because. The people that he has, they've been really focused. They don't miss my competencies and they definitely help me develop those and they don't ignore them, but their main focus has been helping me grow in my character. And if we can create a good solid bedrock and a foundation, a good root system of character, all the competency will come. And so as a young leader, if you're listening, please trust me, focus on your character. The moment you start focusing just on your competencies is the moment you're destined for failure as a leader. But if you can focus in on your character, you'll have a lot, um, a lot of successful moments as a leader. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna add one since you kind of we both have lined up on a lot of these. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm gonna, I don't know if this is exactly an idea that I've fully fleshed out, but we have talked so much about calling on on the mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. And there was a with our episode with with Pete Scazzaro, we were talking about success and calling and what all does that look like? And I'm going to kind of add a quote that kind of will capture what I think we've, the idea that has stuck with me is success is becoming the person God has called you to become and doing what God called you to do, period. 
And I think we can just chase after calling so much that we wait on doing something. It's like, well, I'm not sure if God has called me to this. And it's just being action oriented in the moment to take action towards what God has called you to right then. So I think that's been something that we've asked most leaders when when we kind of get into the conversation is what does calling look like or how do you wrestle between that? And it's so much of just asking those around you, you know, trying to figure out how God has wired you, but then also just taking action right where you are and being used even before you've made it in in your terms and in your mindset. Yeah, that's really good, bro. Yeah, I love that. You want me to go to the next one? That I have. Let me let me add one more to that, and it will come. You know, this is probably recency biased. Um, but we we just talked to um, it was Dean again, and he it was James Merritt. I think he said gave him the quote of well, he's kind of talking about opportunities where you see you want to be somewhere and you can run after it, and all these guys want to be on stage at Passion, and he and he was told let it come to you. Don't try to make mm-hmm. it on your own. Let it come to you. And I just think that is wise advice for young leaders, not trying to, to make a way on your own, but letting the Lord bring it to you instead. So that was a big idea that's, that's stuck with me. Well, almost just freaked out because my last one is from Dean as well, but it wasn't that. So we were really close. <laughs> it was almost there. But to expound on that thought a little bit, I was actually thinking about this this morning. Um, this this idea was rattling around in my head. Being in a new, uh, new job right now, you know, transitioning to Austin Stone, as a leader, I want to get there and I want to get relationships and I want to gain influence as quickly as I can because it's like a really healthy thing to do. But the thought that I think the Lord was giving me was like, don't force, don't like mm. go after and force respect. Don't go chase after respect because if you if you force trying to gain respect, you're going to lose the fruit of the spirit. Mm. If you force respect, you're going to lose the fruit of the spirit. And so I think like, let it come to you, man. It, it will if you're focusing on character and through the spirit, I think that's good. But this one was from Dean and Sarah too. And we've, I think I'm, I think a couple of people have talked about this a little bit, but I can't, I couldn't put names to it. Um, but theology is greater than leadership theory. I don't remember if that's exactly what he said, but he was talking about, hey, read, um, read theology books more than you read leadership books or leadership theory. Yeah. And so it was the idea of, hey, theology is greater than leadership theory. Theology is what drives our belief. Um, leadership books are great. I'm going back through the first 90 days right now. Since I'm in a new transition, it's been really helpful. But what is actually sustaining me is the Bible. That's what's sustaining me in this season. (laughs) And reading Gentle and Lowly, which is a book recommendation by Dean, that's helping sustain me and build my character in the season rather than some leadership theory or business theory. Yeah. Uh, Helpful reminder. All right, let's move on to the third question here, which is, what has been your personal favorite moment? I'm going to add moments because I had a few on the podcast. I have two, yeah. Okay. Let's let's hear yours. One of yours okay. first. So, my my favorite one. I've got a serious one and a um and a funny one. And so my serious one was John Eldridge when we were uh, interviewing him. There was a moment and I was re-listening to it today, and I'm not talking about the the part where I talked about Haley, you know, falling falling off <laughs> the sheep trips on anything. Uh, it was a it was a moment where I was talking to him about kind of my story and me learning about vulnerability as a leader. And he started talking back to me and I just felt like I was in a counseling session with him. And it was like, it was awesome. I'll remember it for a really, really long time. And it felt a lot less like an interview and just that he was ministering to me right there in the conversation. And so that's a special moment that I'll remember for a really long time. Yeah. As I was thinking through this, one of the main takeaways I had were the people who came in person were Mm -hmm. the ones that I remembered the most. Yeah. And it was just a great time. Of course, I mean, we're going to have to do this over, you know, software and platforms online, but 
there is something about being able to interview people online and just being able to be person to person. And um, one of those was, was John Eldridge as well for me. And so we actually recorded a five leadership questions podcast with him right. and then unseen leadership. So I spent about three to four hours with him and, you know, I was kind of nervous, you know, I hadn't met him before and it was just the most personable guy. And I think there was so much that I learned about leadership, just being around him, same way that you're talking about. It was just the, the presence that he gave off, very approachable. Yeah. But here's an example. Like we were in the podcast and we were talking about national parks. I asked the question, what's your favorite national park? And he goes, mm. email me after this yeah, and I'll give you all of all the things that you need to do in Yellowstone. So my wife, Allison and I were about to go on a Yellowstone trip. I emailed him over the summer. He got back to me within a day, That's <laughs> awesome. which is insane. So just, just really, really cool. I think we can tell that John Eldridge was a impactful interview yeah. for both Take of us. Care. Super empathetic, like just a yes. super empathetic guy. And that matters. Yeah. Um, my second one is, a, <laughs> I can't remember is Jackie Hill Perry. And I don't remember if she was like our second, she was one of our first <laughs> five at least. So we're, yeah. We're greenhorns here, you know, stepping into the <laughs> podcast world, or at least I am. I know you'd worked some, but we're ho- learning how to host our own podcast, a new one. Yeah. And so, not that we don't prepare anymore, but we prepared a lot more then because <laughs> we wanted it to be really perfect. <laughs> so, I, so, I made this, you know, great intro and I'm like, Jackie Hill Perry, you know, she's a, she's a mom, she's a wife, she's a speaker, she's a teacher, she's an author, she's a music artist, and she's a great leader. Jackie, how are you today? And there was a pause. She goes, I'm, I don't feel like a leader today. <laughs> and that was probably one of my favorite moments that I had on there. Um, and it was funny because it wasn't the response that I was, I wasn't expecting to hear. I don't feel like a leader today. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I was actually really impacted by it because she was just so authentic, so vulnerable. And she talked a lot about authenticity and leadership yeah. that day. So that was a fun memory for me. Yeah. Just an offhand comment that sticks with you, which is yeah. funny. Yeah. I, I have a few here because they're all, I thought they were pretty funny. One of them was when we got to pop confetti with Annie F. Downs in the studio. Unfortunately, we had to clean it up afterwards. Um, <laughs> There's still confetti probably. There is. The, there is a hundred percent on the town. Yeah. Whatever it is. There. Yeah. Um, there was also a time we had Robbie Gowdy in and you, <laughs> I think you intro talking about how his biceps were b- bigger than your head. That They're was pretty funny. Dude, <laughs> if you guys have ever met Robbie, he's bigger than life. So you gotta you gotta work out after hanging out with him. That's right. Cause you had said you just got back from Zion National Park. How was the trip? And I said it was beautiful, but not as beautiful as <laughs> <laughs> that was that was gold. This one no one knows about. Okay. So this is a behind the scenes of unseen leadership. And speaking of the first few okay, that we fine. recorded, we were halfway through an interview with Clay Scroggins. <laughs> Josh, Josh makes us pause the podcast because he has to use the bathroom so bad. So just took a hiatus. I had a lot of, thankfully Clay and I are good buds. So I was like, hey, listen, if it's anybody to do it to, it's somebody that you're friends with. So I was cracking up, man. That's That's a good good. one. I've got one more and it just came to me since, since you just told a story about me and it's definitely not near as embarrassing. But Chandler has this like weird obsession getting the soundboard exactly perfectly. <laughs> and so I can't tell you how many times I've seen him frantically trying to get the soundboard ready before these interviews. I'm just like, dude, just like call somebody. We can get this. No, we got to, we, we can figure this thing out, man. But we do. He gets it every time. So you got to give him Some, Somehow works, man. Yeah. Somehow works. the last minute. That's funny. Okay. Um, question number four. Let's see. What were two to three of the most interesting stories you have heard on the podcast? I'll get started on this one. So 
Bobby Grunewald and the story of the Bible app of how it came mm. to be. It, it was one of my favorite stories. And that was part of the reason he actually got on the podcast. I heard him share the story at a conference and I just loved his entrepreneurial my, mindset of how he kind of dabbled in a few things. And then, um, you know, kind of this, the heart of this podcast is if you've ever listened to how I built this, which is in podcast documenting the startups of the world and their stories. Um, that was kind of the idea of this podcast was and how I built this for Christian leaders and how the Lord built those ahead of us that we can learn from as young leaders. And it was kind of fun because I felt like we had this moment of we were learning about the Bible app almost as a how I built this. So that was really fun for me. Love that. Uh, I think this is one of my um, top books that we talked about in that book giveaway that I recommended, but Jamie Ivey's story, I think is really incredible. Uh, a lot of this is a story about vulnerability and grace. And I was going through a season where I was trying to grow in my vulnerability and dealing with shame in my past. And that book just came at such a timely, timely time. Um, her book did. And also the, the, uh, the conversation we had with her. So great book. If you only knew that's the name of the book, I would recommend go get it right now. Great story. Yeah. Another one of mine, it was kind of shocking because we talked with, I guess he's now your boss, Kevin Peck. Mm. And we were, we were talking about his time before he was in the church yep. and he was talking about how he was in the consulting world. He flew up to a, like a mill factory, yeah. was handed a manila envelope and was like, good luck. You have to, you have to fire 50% yeah, fire, of these people, fire, <laughs> yeah, fire 50% of the workforce. And I think he was like tw- mid twenties. He was 21, and I think. 20, no, yeah. it might've been a little older, but still. But crazy. just still insane that you just walk in and, and you know, you have to break that news to so many people. It was just a story ever since I heard that. I was like, wow, I am glad I've never had to do that. Yeah. Crazy. Um, I think my second one, I've just got one more. That'd be Robbie Gallaty. And um, he was my pastor in Nashville at Long Hall Baptist Church. But just his story of reconciliation with the Lord, how the Lord saved him from um, addiction, drug addiction, um, and uh, renewed him and seeing what he's doing now for the gospel and really for specifically um, the theology of discipleship and how he's uh, helped pave the way for a lot of different churches and in, in the world for discipling people and has a really successful model for that. Just a really, really cool story and thankful to the Lord for doing that with Robbie because super sharp guy and just cool to see his story of redemption. Yeah. Let's move to our fifth question here. And it's going to be about books, which we do know that our listeners love books and uh, we are going to do another book giveaway after this podcast, just a little fun celebration for one year. So be on the lookout for that. So here's the question, Josh, what book has come up uh, that you ended up reading that has impacted you the most? Mm, it's a really good one. If you only knew is up there. I would actually say I haven't finished it yet. I just started it yesterday. <laughs> Funny, but uh, gentle and lowly. And uh, that's by Dane Ortland and Dean and Sarah recommended this on either last podcast or a couple podcasts ago, but really um, going through uh, who Jesus is and who, who, what his heart is and, and who he is and what, the, what's that, what, is that, what that is like, excuse me. And uh, it is a gentle and lowly, you know, Jesus says, comes to me for I'm gentle and lowly in heart. And uh, that's been really impactful so far. And I've just read just a little bit of it. For me, I think it was, it was brought up pretty, pretty early in the podcast. It was Garden City by John oh. Mark Comer. Yeah. And I, I think when we were starting the podcast, I was in the midst of reading it. And then we just kept hearing it mentioned over and over again. And then getting to actually interview John Mark 
was was incredible. And it, you know, it just kind of gave, just as you mentioned, we were talking about slowing down, talking about calling. It kind of mixes all those things together. Of course, he's come out with another book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Um, so there's just a lot in that that was about Sabbath and working, and especially, you know, now that now I'm thinking about it, another idea that has come up on the podcast, which goes with slow down, is as young leaders, we want to hustle, hustle, hustle. That is like <laughs> the word of our culture is if you just hustle hard enough, you will get ahead. Yeah. And reading that book was very much as if you can slow down and focus on cultivating your inner life with the Lord, mm. he's going to, he's going to sustain you through whatever he has for you, which is totally different from our culture, which was just very impactful for me. So very thankful for, for John Mark. And it was, it was fun getting to interview him as well. Yeah, he was really, it was a really great interview. Okay. Next question. If you could grab coffee with one guest, just one camera, <laughs> just one, but I'd probably have a couple. I don't know. If you could grab coffee with one guest that we have had on the show, who would it be and why? All right. Um, for me, hopefully you've, everybody's listened to this episode. If not, you need to go back and listen to it. Bob Russell. Bob Russell. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> so here's the reason why. Uh, we've interviewed Bob for Unseen Leadership. We've got, he spoke at one of our pipeline conferences one year, and he's been on the Five Leadership Questions podcast a few times. Every time I'm with him, that guy tells stories that just have you crying laughing, but they always have so much wisdom in them. And I just feel like you'd be able to have coffee with him. I mean, and, and have a great time, but just walk away and feel like you were poured into. He also, after he retired from Southeast Christian, he has been doing these pastoral retreats with pastors. So I think he's had over 800 pastors come through. And I, I just hear that. And I'm like, man, that would be just such a fruitful, fruitful conversation to have and so much wisdom to sit across from. Mm, that's a great answer. Yeah, he was a... His story about him missing the the wedding was so funny. <laughs> An all-timer, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go back and listen to that episode. Re-listen to it if you listened to it already. Um, I would say this was a hard one for me because I, it, it, I have two. I have two answers. And one one's going to be, <laughs> I know I said this one, but I think my mind. You can have another one if you think of it. Um, one also, the, the easy one is John Eldridge. So yeah. just really enjoyed talking to him. And I think I just want to talk to him more. He's just a guy that you could keep talking to. And I put specifically, I would love to discuss the human heart with him mm. and how it relates to God's heart and how we can connect those and discover discover ourselves more. He, he would just tell you we're wild at heart. We're just wild at heart. Wild <laughs> at heart. Yeah. My, my second one would be um, Brad Barnett because he's invested so much into me. So I always mm -hmm. want to make time to go get coffee with somebody that's poured into me and continue to learn. Um, and I think we should be like that with as many people around us that have invested into mm -hmm. us and mentored us over the years. Always make time for the people that have poured into you. Um, it's a way to give back and it's a way to learn more. I know this is your last day at Lifeway. So you had to say that about Brad. I get it. Sure, yeah. <laughs> it's like I've still, well, technically noon was my last. But I'm, I'm <laughs> you're out. You're already out. Yeah. Yeah. So he really means that Brad. If for would some reason be, you would there. yours be Todd? Uh, you know, we actually, sadly, we used to, we used to grab coffee every Monday for my, my update. And God, we got to get coffee with your boy again, man. Well, we no longer get to do it because of COVID. That's so true. True. I will say I am looking forward to being able to maybe being back in the office and actually grabbing coffee. With Sweet coffee. Todd. Man, that Sweet guy. Todd. Sweet Todd. All right. This one should be fun. Who is your bucket list guest? So meaning if you could get one guest on here, who would it be? Now, here's the fun part about this. We're going to mm -hmm. answer this. But if you're listening, 
we want you to DM us on Instagram and tell us who is your bucket list guest because we would love to reach out. We would love to crowdsource some new guests yeah. on here. So let us know. That's so a great. Josh, yep. take us off. Uh, here. We're going to do two of these as well. Yeah, somebody really. living, somebody who's not living. No longer living. <laughs> <laughs> D-E-A-D. Okay, so I'm going to go with Simon Sinek. And I okay. really think this is possible because he's been on 5LQ, right? Yes, man. This may actually be possible. Okay. So yeah, I, I'm going to go with Simon Sinek. I've just learned a ton from him. If I ever scroll past one of his videos on like Facebook or Twitter, Instagram, uh, 90% of the time I'm going to stop and, and listen because I think he's got really good things. I think he's a really, really sharp thinker and a humble leader. Um, yeah. So I'd love to have him on. I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat in the same vein as you. I said Malcolm Gladwell. Oh yeah, man. <clears throat> I would, I don't know. Maybe I want him more. I love <laughs> Malcolm Gladwell. I, I also feel like though he would ask questions to Malcolm and he would be like, rephrase them and be like, well, what you really meant to say here was. <laughs> Probably, but, but I would say yes, sir, whatever you say. Oh sir. yeah, absolutely. But yeah. I just think, especially with those two, they are, which is cool because that's kind of how a lot of our guests start where they impacted our lives in different ways. And we're like, man, we just want to hear the story behind how you got to where you were. Yeah, so. I would love, that's great. Okay, uh, past leader that I would love Yep. Uh, it would be uh, MLK for sure. MLK. Mm. Uh, I think I would, I think he said everything he needed to say that is definitely appropriate for today's culture where we're at right now. But just to hear more, I, I just try to imagine what it would be like now for him and, and how much mm. more wisdom he would even have because he was so young when he was killed. Um, just an incredible leader and would love to pick his brain about several and look at the past stories that shaped him to who he yeah. would have been today, you know, just be yeah. a conversation. So mine actually somewhat in the same vein is, uh, passing away early was Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Mm, yeah. Um, so I, I read his biography a while back and just, cause I was thinking what story would we want to unpack? And, and it would just be, there's so much in there where you learn about somebody who was, who was young and was very tenacious in their faith, really wanted to grow in the Lord. But then you also have where he was part of a attempted murder plot on Hitler. And it would be like, dude, tell us the story of that. <laughs> He's a so, bad man. Yeah. 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 So unfortunately, you know, um, he, he passed away as well. He was, he was sent to prison and was killed before he really got to live a full life. So incredible biography though. Check it out. Yep. Last question. Which question is your favorite that we ask Chandler and listeners, if you're just like sick and tired of hearing, because <laughs> we kind of are too sometimes, you know, we have other things to do as well. But if you're sick and tired of hearing the same questions, please send us some suggestions. Uh, seriously, we'd love that. So just DM us on Instagram, email us, email Chandler, chandler.vanoy at lifeway.com. I don't have a Lifeway email anymore, so email Chandler, but we'd love to hear that. But Chandler, what is, what's your favorite question that you ask? Yeah. So man, there's, there's, there's gold from all the questions that we ask. So of course I'll, I'll just throw the softball here. I got two, two answers to this. The, the most generic one is I love the first question that we ask is just walk us through mm -hmm. all the different leadership roles you've been in over the years, because that was the heart of the podcast, right? Where we don't get to hear the story of, you know, a large name pastor or somebody that we've looked up to and hear how they struggled to get to where they are today or where, they, they spent 10 years in this role that they had no clue that was even going to set them up to be here. Um, so th that question right there is, is probably my favorite. Now, 
the quick hitter questions were ones that you and I just brainstormed that we thought would be really fun. Yeah. So I think, I think asking the question, what's your most unusual habit about your leadership? I just, the, the, the answers to it are hilarious, but I also love when we ask it, everybody just goes, wow, good question. And you and I both feel pretty good when we get that response of, of good question, especially on the follow-up questions that we ask. Uh, but that one just always gets people to stumble a little bit and makes them think. So I, what I like to be able to do, and, and we've gotten this a lot from our podcast, what I, what I really enjoy about the questions that we ask, people will get done and say, this wasn't like most podcasts I'm on, where honestly, a lot of times people come on a podcast, they have a book about to release or something like that. Yep. And they kind of go into pitch mode, right? Yep. Where they want to be able to share about the book or whatever idea that they have. And what I really enjoy about our questions is it gets people kind of going back in the day, thinking about who they were before they were who they are now. Yeah. So, yeah, I love that too. I think both are minor and quick hitters. And I, I really do enjoy all of our questions, but uh, my fun one would be the personality, which is <laughs> because you never know what, and it's kind of the same with unusual habit, but you never yeah. know what you're going to get. And so if you've been a faithful listener, I don't know if it's 50, 50, I really don't know the percentage, but there are some that are super high on personality tests and love it and really into the Enneagram, et cetera. But then there are some you just, and we can kind of peg them, you know? Oh yeah. Before we ask the question, we normally know. We we know where they're going to head. And the other, the other half is like, hate them, would never do it. (laughs) You know, don't make me answer that. So that's a fun one because you'll never know what they're going to say. And then I think my favorite one, I've said this before multiple times on the podcast, but what is one sentence advice? that you'd give a leader stepping into a leadership position for the very first time. I, I think, I think the why behind that is that is a huge question. And that is, that is a hard question to answer. And most people on the podcast have done a great job at getting it down to one sentence, but it gives, you have to give a lot of critical thought to it and you can get some great solid one-liners. I've had, you just go to my quotes notes and put those quotes (laughs) in right there. Uh, But I love that question. Yeah. Well, like, like Josh said, if there's any questions that you think we should add, or maybe you're like, hey, we've heard this one a little too much, or this one's not getting the same response as we hope, just let us know. We'd love to uh, rework our questions. I think Josh and I are going to look through them again and, and see if, if there's any questions after doing 40 plus of these episodes. Be like, hey, we've, we've kind of missed it here. So let us know on Instagram. If you're not following us, head on over there as well. We'd love to connect. And we hope that this this episode was fun. It, it was kind of just a time for the two of us to reminisce on what has been the past year. And we hope it was fun for you to join us along the way. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. And let's do it again next year. year. <laughs> it's like two years. And uh, yeah, bro, looking forward to this next season with you, Chandler. It's going to be fun, man. Yeah, man. Looking forward to it. We'll see you Bye, next guys. time. Peace.